Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you're listening around the world. Broadcasting from the home studio through the Fringe FM. Monday through Friday. That's Monday through Friday. Same time each night after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop. If you'd like to get access to our full show archive, you can visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive. Some people do it for a week. It's $5 a week. Some people do it for a month. It's $10 a month. And the best deal is $50 for a whole year. You can download and stream all the shows, all the montages, get access to the digital books, And get a free copy of one of those books sent to you. A physical copy autographed. Free shipping in the United States. We do ship around the world. We do drop shipping in a lot of countries. That's all for the one-year subscription. Or you can just go grab a copy of one of the books on the website. Each book has its own page. When you subscribe, when you grab a book, it supports the show. And it sincerely keeps us on air Monday through Friday. It also keeps us researching. It allows me to do the research, to do the reading, to conduct the interviews, and to find the information and put it all together. So this isn't just a stale talk show regurgitating and repeating what you hear on a lot of other radio shows. You know, if you turn on conservative radio, you hear the same thing on every conservative radio station. If you turn on, you know, more liberal minded radio, you hear the same thing on every station. The only difference is Liberals kind of talk like this to lull you to sleep. This is NPR. And conservatives are much more aggressive and emotional. But you're going to get the same exact thing. And when you turn into paranormal radio, when you turn into fringe radio, you're going to find a very similar kind of approach. You're going to find shows that every night it's Bigfoot and UFOs. And some will be quiet about it to really present to you the same narrative, the same story. It's not that that's a bad thing. And some will be more emotional about it. And this is amazing. Look at these UFOs. But you hear a lot of the same story. I mean, how many of you have heard or thought about what we discussed last night? We weaved together so many subjects, I don't have enough fingers on my hands to count them. From the Idaho National Laboratory and the highest per capita UFO sighting rate in the country out in Idaho to nuclear missile silos being interfered with by UFOs throughout U.S. history and throughout Russian history, 
from a note Air Force base in North Dakota to Malmstrom nuclear facility in Montana to Ukraine in 1982 when missiles were put into launch mode or pre-launch mode by a UFO to the nuclear depot at Woodbridge Air Force Base in the UK, you know, to the famous Roswell incident. And of course, right there at Roswell was the Roswell Army Airfield and the 509th Bombardment Group. They were trained to carry a nuclear bomb. The UFOs seem to have an interest in in these things. And, you know, we we look at the Office of the Director of National Intelligence and their UAP report and all the people that were waiting for this thing like it was the release of a, of a new Halo video game. It was really disappointing for a lot of people because it didn't say or do what the what the government might have implied or what the media implied or what people thought. Like, oh my God, they're going to admit they've got flying saucers in hangars and they're going to open up Area 51 and all the Naruto people can just run into it with their heads down and their arms behind their back. And of course, that's not at all what happened. It was just a vague report. There was acknowledgement of something in the skies and it's kind of a very, very soft, very, very soft disclosure. But we didn't need that to disclose the subject of UFOs to us. We've had a long history of military reports of UFOs, thought by many to be the most credible. So it's one of those things where we're told, this doesn't exist, we need more information, here's the official stance from the government, but in reality we have so much information we don't even know how to quantify it. And it's evidence that isn't typically accepted because it's ignored. Because they create this fallacy of you have to have a piece of a UFO physically that, you know, that, that says this piece manufactured on zeta reticuli in order for someone to believe you. And even then it would be disputed and it would be, oh, it's a fake, it's a fraud. So you just have people that don't want to believe regardless of what they see, what they hear, what they witness. And you have people that want to believe so much that no matter what they see, no matter what they hear, no matter what they witness, it's always an alien. That's when you look up into the sky. And that's sometimes when you look on the ground. That's when you look back into history. That's when you look into some of the ancient alien theories. That's when you look into the work of Charles Fort. That's when you look into the work of Sitchin or Von Danik, and that's when you look into the work of Massey, of so many others who have written, uh, of, of Professor Sodi uh, uh, in 19, uh, the 19, early 1900s, uh, so many who have, people who have written about ancient civilization uh, having gone missing, and that being, you know, the responsible missing, responsible party, the missing link between all these cultures and ideas and things like that. And so you put all that together, and you're like, we, we actually have, we have so much information that, that there's something more to human development. Why would, why would anybody want to stifle that? Why would anybody want to prevent our access to that? Now, perhaps to prevent spiritual growth, to prevent humans from understanding that there's more beyond not just the physical body, but the physical planet. And those that would wish to do this, that would attempt to do this, that would succeed in doing this, apparently don't like humans that much. They essentially 
are extensions of the Enlil brother in the Sumerian story as told by Zachariah Sitchin, metaphor, literal, or a combination of both. They are the ones that hijacked the wisdom of the serpent and then profaned the image of the serpent to humanity. So humanity spits and stomps on the serpent while they worship it, having hijacked it as a symbol of their own development, of their own control and power, and of the enslavement and the oppression of the human race. That's the story in the biblical book of Genesis and the altering of God and the gods and the altering of the story of Adam and Eve and what the apple represents and that of knowledge and the knowledge uh, that the tree of, 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 of good and evil, the tree of right or wrong is, is a tree of ethics and morality, a tree of learning what is right or wrong. And the tree of life is understanding that spirit is the source of physical animation. Those that wish to stifle that, that wish to stagnate that, that wish to prevent that spirit from developing are what we could call evil people or unhuman or inhuman. And we don't need to look for the sky gods to come down for proof of that. We don't need to look into the Sumerian records for markings on clay tablets, for proof of that. Because, much like UFO sightings date back into the ancient world, into B.C. times, they are present today. We find the presence of these evil forces in our culture, in our civilization today. Not as mere metaphor, Not as a mere balancing of good and evil, light and darkness, but as a very organized and a very controlling, almost what we would term psychopathic, the lacking of emotion, a very malicious ideology that wishes to entrap, control, and pervert everything about human existence. And it seems to do this through a force, through a controlling mechanism that itself is more than metaphorically not human. It's not really human at all. And so if you look at the Sumerian story, for example, as we discussed last night, there's this idea that that Enlil, one of these beings, was upset with the population growth of, of humans. So they used technology to cut off the food supply and to lay diseases upon the people. Biological warfare to prevent pregnancy, birth control and then to flood the planet with a natural disaster. I mean, these are things that we see happening today, controlled by what might be termed globalists, billionaire elitists. They are the progeny of Enlil, at least of that archetype, of that, of that symbol. 
So what does that tell us? And what else can we find that can tell us a whole hell of a lot more? We just need to look into popular culture. Look into predictive programming. Look into the revelation of the method. Just a few weeks ago, the Guardian newspaper published a new magazine called Saturday. The cover of the first issue featured Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg was on the cover with her head covered in black oil. And that black oil ran down her head, covering her right eye, leaving her left eye open and untouched. In another image, Greta is crying black oil from her eye. There are two things that can easily and quickly be extracted from these images. Number one, the right eye is the path of hardship that results in heaven or nirvana. The left hand, or the left eye, the left eye is the left-hand path, the path of ease that results in your demise, hell, pain, and suffering. The right-hand path is the path of light. The left-hand path is the light of dark. This is why I've referred to the so-called pandemic in the last two years as a contagion or the left-hand pathogen because that's what it's been used for to advance the ideology of the left-hand path. Greta Thunberg covered in this black oil on the surface looks as if it has to do with climate change and big oil which I maintain is behind the climate change political movement. I think big oil and petroleum is behind that movement, in large part behind that movement. The other thing we can extract from this magazine is the name, Saturday. Well, think about the black oil. I think of the Billie Eilish song, When the Party's Over. When she drinks the black liquid, she cries out of the right eye. She has chains around her neck, indicating that she is enslaved by something. In relationship to her earlier videos, she goes from pastel colors and looking like a girl to looking like some possessed, abused slave of the music industry. And this black substance consumes not only her, but the white pure floor and the white cube in front of her. And it becomes black at the end of the video. When the party's over from a couple of years ago. Identical imagery to the Saturday magazine with Greta Thunberg. And what's really interesting is Saturday is named after Saturn. Lord of time, Lord of darkness, the Grim Reaper. Unnecessary evil, but when Saturn is worshipped in an unbalanced way, it is the worshipping of what some call the devil, what some call evil, what some call the worship of death. Death destruction, chaos, the kingdom of the Antichrist, an Antichrist that will be crowned, crowned like the corona, corona the crown, the kingdom of the Antichrist rising to power, Saturday, the day of Saturn, symbol of Saturn is the black cube, all of this is just an introduction into what we're going to get into tonight, something a lot more disturbing than some ancient alien stories. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Check out the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. We'll be back.
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something astounding with you. It's no mistake that Delta equals four numerically, and that with its three sides equals seven, the number of revelations that heralds the apocalypse to build a new kingdom on the ashes of the old. The new kingdom is not firstly God's, though, but a false prophet who will be crowned, the Corona. His kingdom is seven years long, but it's cut in half. Delta means change and authority and conveys a deep meaning in holding the eye of God and his infallible name Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton. It's no mistake CG images of SARS-CoV-2 have little triangles or that Delta waves place people into a diseased, unstable state of mind. It's no mistake the biggest global conspiracy is one of depopulation, that its logo is supposedly a triangle, and that Delta extracted from the Norse Volknut means fertility. These are the patterns that we see and the observations that we make on The Secret Teachings Radio, five nights a week broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us rdgable at yahoo.com. 
the music tonight, White Bat Audio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings, broadcasting five nights a week, Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM. Last week, we did a show called Hail Hydra. We broadcast that on Wednesday of last week. And a few hours before I did that show, I went on to uh, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis. He asked me what to talk about. Hydra and the black goo and the black oil. I didn't really realize until that show and until a listener emailed me a couple of weeks ago that um, I guess this show has become and I have become kind of uh, a go-to source of information for black goo or black oil. So Clyde called me up and we did that show and I thought it was a fantastic show. We got into uh, things that really will prevent you from sleeping for, for quite some time. I think I'm so used to it. After the show, I actually went to bed pretty easily. I was also exhausted. But, you know, we, we, Clyde had a different angle. And, um, you know, we, we called the show Blute Kit, uh, a bond of, relating to James Bond, a bond of black blood. And Clyde had mentioned the, um, the magazine with Greta Thunberg. And he was talking a lot about the new James Bond movie. And I gave my commentary. And um, as we worked through the, the subject of the black oil and the black goo, I had opened up my book, The Technological Elixir, because I had written a chapter on it. The chapter is one of the last chapters in the book. It's called Black Goo, Possession, Programmable Matter, Mirrors, the Red Dress, Rain Man, His Infernal Majesty, Super Bowl Rituals, and Eternal Life. I packed all of those subjects into one giant chapter at the end. And I started it out with a story of Max Spires, a 39-year-old father who was found dead in Poland in 2016 with black liquid oozing from his mouth. The same black liquid that you saw in Billie Eilish, that you saw in Greta Thunberg, that you saw in Lady Gaga. You see with Eminem and so many other musicians and actors and actresses, people in the entertainment industry. This magazine that Greta Thunberg was in is called Saturday. Saturday is the day of Saturn, God of Time, the Grim Reaper, etc. Black oil was poured over her head in the photo shoot, covering her right eye. Her left eye remained open. In another photo, she was bleeding from that right eye, which esoterically indicates the corruption of the right-hand path and an adherence to the left-hand path or the left-hand eye. What this means is the Pythagorean why. The left-hand path is that of evil. It's easy. The right-hand path is the path of uh, the hand, the path of good. It's difficult to be good. It's easy to be evil. And the same imagery was present in a song by Billie Eilish who consumed a glass of black liquid and when the party's over. From there she begins crying from the right eye before being consumed along with a white cube in front of her with the black substance. The black cube is interestingly the geometric symbol of Saturn for which Saturday, the magazine, is named after. This imagery is prevalent in so many movies, so many TV shows, so many comic books, so much music, so many music videos. 
It's baffling. And the stories are so familiar, so similar, there's no doubt that black goo is both an organic and a synthetic, a symbolic and a technological substance. You start to look at the presence of this symbol in music videos and movies and everything in between, you start to realize, you ask the question, why can't they come up with something else? Why is it always the black oil? In the X-Files, it was purity. In Star Trek, there's an episode where they actually meet a character made out of or, or manifesting in a uh, black oil. And, and this character is just pure evil. You find this black oil everywhere. The question then, is, of course, is you know, what is this stuff? What, what does it represent? What, what, what exactly um, is it? Is it just a symbol? Is it something more? And, and see, the black goo is many things. It's an organic substance, as in the X-Files. It's a biosynthetic or biotechnical system, as in the movie Lucy, where she transcends physical reality. It's a transformative biological agent in the movie franchise Alien. It's a portal or gateway to hell in the movie Event Horizon and in the commercial Fame with Lady Gaga. As an organic substance, it's the very lifeblood or life oil of planet Earth. And oil might not be so much of a fossil fuel as it is a replenishing substance of the planet. That's a side theory. As a synthetic substance, it's something that contaminates that lifeblood. The contaminant is an extraterrestrial intelligence, artificial or otherwise, and it comes from space like venom. It is legion in its control, with tentacles operating on every level of society to achieve total global domination. The imagery of Greta Thunberg and the imagery of Billie Eilish and When the Party's Over are some of the most recent examples of the black oil, with the exception of the new Venom film and the technological, transformative, self-maintaining micro-nanotechnology in the movie James Bond. And of course in Winter Soldier, where you have Hydra, the relationship of Hydra to Spectre in James Bond, to what we call globalists in political discussions, it's all pretty much the same thing. And of course, Hydra or Spectre, the octopus, or the Hydra vulgaris, the little animal, with the tentacles that reach out and attack prey, these are all things that eerily relate to what scientists have been finding in vials of COVID-19 vaccines. Now, even if that were not true, the symbolism, the imagery, the parallel is incredible. It's disturbing how common it is. It's disturbing, disturbing how, how prevalent it is. And it's as much as inter- in entertainment as it is in the realms of science and engineering and technology. I mean, look at the IBM quantum computer in a black cube, shiny black oil-like casing. There's a picture of it in my book, The Technological Elixir, if you haven't seen it. The IBM quantum computer. It's basically 
black oil as a quantum computer inside of a black cube. What are the chances of that? The magazine that featured Greta Thunberg is named Saturday. Of course, Saturday is named after Saturn, the god of agriculture time, and the god of our final breath. The Grim Reaper, Father Time, planting as a farmer the seeds of our demise. Saturn eating his own children. But Saturn is a necessary evil, remaining as such, if he is balanced with life. One of his symbols, of course, is the black cube. Now, beyond the metaphor, beyond the symbol of this black oil, whether that black oil be an organic substance, a biotechnical substance, a biosynthetic substance, some form of portal, the life force of the earth, the life force of the earth contaminated with something from somewhere else like venom, something in between, something beyond that. Beyond the metaphor, the black goo, the black oil is specter. It's hydra. It's the Lyrnean hydra of Greek myth and represented by the very animal hydra vulgaris, the very real animal hydra vulgaris. It is Slender Man with the tentacles, the shadow monster, the parasite. It's pure darkness and evil, like in the fifth element. It's the black technological liquid in the elixir bottle, promising eternal life and delivering eternal spiritual suffering and disconnection from source, like in the N.K. Enlil story. Enlil wants to maintain control over humans preventing them from accessing spiritual knowledge, and then hijacking the wise snake as a symbol of its cult. Technologically speaking, black oil or black goo is programmable matter, and self-assembling, self-maintaining micro or nano systems spread throughout the natural world to replace organics with synthetics. We see this with neurograins, neurodust, smart dust, evil intelligent dust, as one Julian Assange once said. Intelligent evil dust uh, scattered everywhere like, like confetti in everything. This is what scientists are working on today from UC Berkeley to universities all over the country funded by DARPA and the Department of Defense. The same DARPA that funded Moderna's vaccine development the same Moderna vaccines that had black and pink contaminants in them in Japan, the same vaccines that when analyzed under microscope had self-assembling systems in them, metal shavings, and what looked like Hydra vulgaris, which could be the taking of a natural system and the mimicking of it, technologically speaking, turning it into a technological system that mimics a natural system. You know that scientists in, in, in China, in, in Beijing, developed a liquid metal that w- it was ma- mostly made of gallium, and they powered it with, with a little bit of, of metallic shavings. And it would, it would move itself, it would move through obstacles, it would squeeze itself through places and then reassemble. It's the T-1000 robot. Make fun of it all you want. Ha, 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 they think they're making the robot. Well, I guess if you were to go back far enough in in, in the Terminator series, at one point somebody had to make the machines. At one point someone had to design Skynet, and they show you that. The guy that designed Skynet was doing it for airline pilots. He was doing it for automation to help people, not to destroy the planet. 
they made this thing literally. You can watch the video of it. They made this thing in, in, in China. And this was years ago. And the National Science Foundation, a year before that was announced, said that they want to use gallium for, quote-unquote, soft robotics. It's all here. It's all already in existence. We're just seeing it in pop culture, seeing it in movies and TV and music videos. It is acclimating us. It is conditioning us. It, It is preparing us for the assimilation, for the biological and technological assimilation of us with this transhumanist subreality system, in my view, controlled by something that is non-human, that is perhaps both synthetic and organic, very much like the Borg. These are the things that are nightmares. These are the things that are that are the stories of science fiction, and yet this is exactly what people like Klaus Schwab are saying. Brain implants, blood taken from the body to see if you have a disease before you can travel. Brain scans. Microchips and everybody to control their whereabouts. Quarantines, lockdowns, all of it predicated on a disease when in reality this is about control. And this black oil, this black goo is present everywhere. It's the thing one consumes for talent, for wealth, for fame. The thing that only ever consumes the person making such a deal with the devil. That's what it is. It's making a deal with the devil. It's making a deal with the demon. Obtaining that wealth, that power, whatever. I mean, for example, the demon Belphegor is known to grant these types of things. When contracts are signed for his services, Belphegor, of course, is similar to Bell or Ball. Ball or Bill seems to be the origin of the name Billy Eilish. And Eilish is very similar to the Enuma Eilish. When on high. So a loose translation of Billie Eilish would be Ball, the black Billy goat, Ball, the first king of hell, on high. And so in the song, You Should See Me in a Crown, Billie Eilish wears the crown and has spiders crawling all over her. Spiders with their many legs, their many tentacles, their little many arms. Call them legs, but they're kind of like legs and arms. They're little tentacle-like legs. They are the symbol of the demon ball in Colin de Plancy's dictionary, Infernal. And in that song, Billie Eilish is totally possessed. A spider comes out of her mouth, and the demon speaks through her and says, I'm going to run this nothing town. You should see me in a crown. And what is the crown, of course? The crown is the corona. If you think all of this is just happenstance, if you think all of this is just coincidence, you're not paying attention. Or you don't want to believe. And that's really what the problem is here. Too many people don't want to believe in anything except what is easy. And what is easy 
is usually not what is good for you. What is easy is usually of the left-hand path. What is easy leads to your suffering and demise. What is easy can be easily defined as evil. Even if you don't intend to do harm, the left-hand path is a path of leisure that ends in suffering and torture and torment and pain. It's easy to be evil. It's not so easy to be good. It's easy to have black oil poured on your head and do what your handlers tell you to do. It's easy to continue to use this sigil to encourage other people to adopt it, to bring this force to life, to welcome it into our homes, into our minds, to help manifest it like a golem or an egregore, to help bring it to life. Except there's no name of God inscribed on this golem. It's the name of him, his infernal majesty. This is chaos magic. This is ritual. It's going on in front of your face. Every time you turn your phone on and you listen to music, every time you turn the TV on and you stream a TV show, you're being inundated with it, flooded with it, consumed with it, and by it. And those who try to disconnect from it are seen as crazy. Why would you want to disconnect from this? How dare you? Don't you disturb my existence, my leisure, my pleasure. People are hopelessly enslaved by the system, so much so that as Morpheus says, Morpheus, the Greek god of dreams, who takes you through the dream world like Neo, the one, the anagram for the one, the savior like Christ, Morpheus says that they're so helplessly enslaved, they will fight to protect the system that enslaves them. This is the plight of humanity. Now, of course, Good and evil are natural things. Darkness and light are natural things. But there are some forces of nature and there are some manifestations of good and evil that are more directly evil and that are more directly good. We exemplify them by angels and demons, but angels and demons essentially are the same thing. It just depends on how they manifest, what their intent is, how they interact with us as images, as ideas, maybe as physical beings manifested, spiritual beings manifested physically. So when you sit down, you go onto the internet, if you haven't seen this yet, and you see Greta Thunberg with the black oil. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, if you're like me, you see much more than a climate activist with some oil poured in her head. What you see is a little girl who's been abused, who's probably been tortured, probably been molested, probably been ritually abused. A little girl who has been used as an image of saving the environment. A little girl who is a shield against ideology and political agendas that you cannot speak against or, or, you know, that you cannot speak against or you're hurting a child. How dare you harm that you cannot speak against or you are harming a child. 
And of course, if you're harming a child... How dare you! How dare you! I see a little girl who is a puppet. And I see a substance that has very little to do with oil in the sense that we think oil is a harmful substance to planet Earth. I think that the oil is the very opposite. I feel that the oil is the lifeblood of the planet. And if the oil is the lifeblood of the planet, those that are trying to extract it are taking and sucking the life out of the planet. So you might, you might think, based on that conclusion, that fighting against that is good. Fighting against that's a good thing. Just like Enlil, taking on the persona of the serpent, and then in the minds of the common people perverting it, so they don't worship the serpent, they don't acknowledge their spiritual nature or wisdom. This is an inversion. That black oil, that black substance is the life force of the earth. And those that are fighting to protect it are not fighting to protect it, to protect the planet. They are fighting to control it, to control the planet, to control civilization on the planet. And fighting to do that, they make the black oil, the black goo. This black substance, which is both organic and synthetic, biological and technological, this becomes the sigil, the totem. This becomes the talisman. This is the symbol that you see everywhere. An organic substance in the X-Files. A biotechnological or synthetic system in Lucy. A biological agent in Alien and in District 9. A portal or gateway in Event Horizon and in Fame, the video with Lady Gaga, both of which take you to hell. As an organic substance, it may be the very lifeblood or oil of planet Earth, and as a synthetic substance, may be something that contaminates that lifeblood. That black oil in the X-Files is oil contaminated with the alien virus. And you can see that in... The new Alien movies, when one of the characters goes in, looks into the mirror, and he can see that squiggly tentacle black thing in his eye. That black oil, that black goo, is Spectre. It is Hydra. It is the Lanerian Hydra. It is Legion. It is a symbol of the so-called elites. Because the Hydra Vulgaris, a very real animal, mostly made of stem cells, essentially doesn't die. It is timeless. It is lifeless. It survives. Unless it is poisoned, unless it is destroyed by a predator, it essentially lives forever. And if it essentially lives forever, it's a wonderful metaphor and a frightening metaphor for those elites like Jeffrey Epstein, who wanted to create a race of super people in his image and then essentially find a way to obtain immortality. We're dealing with megalomaniacal psychopaths 
that want to harvest the souls of humanity. Consume those souls for themselves and obtain physical everlasting life. And that physical everlasting life, along the way, they promise you will have access to it as well. If you just drink the black elixir, the technological elixir, if you just drink it, all your problems will go away. And everything will be wonderful. Everything will be pleasurable. Everything will be happy. Everything will be easy. You won't have to deal with reality. Just shh. Go to sleep. It'll be easier. Giving you all the pleasures, all the gizmos and the gadgets, all the technologies that make life so wonderful and fantastic while disconnecting you from source, while disconnecting you from spirit, and while sucking your energy out of you like humans growing in fields, acting as nothing more than batteries. That's what the black oil is. That's what the black goo is. Symbolically, spiritually, metaphorically. Technologically, though, and beyond the metaphor, it is organization. It is legion. It is, for lack of a better word, an extraterrestrial, ultra-terrestrial, extra-dimensional, something not from here, intelligence that despises, that reviles the human race. And in the story of Enlil and Enki, Enlil fits this bill. In fact, Enlil hates the humans so much that Enlil, believing he is better, having been part of the creation of of modern Homo sapiens in the Sumerian stories, according to Sitchin and others, Enlil uses biological weapons to control the population. Enlil uses population control to control the population. Birth control. Enlil uses food restriction to control the people. Enlil uses natural disasters to control the people. I mean, birth control, population control, it kind of sounds like the birth control society or Planned Parenthood. It kind of sounds like the Gates family, Margaret Sanger. It kind of sounds like the Ku Klux Klan. It kind of sounds to me like Black Lives Matter or what I call Black Goo Matters, you know. It kind of sounds to me like those people that want to destroy the family, that want to destroy culture, that want to destroy social systems. That like the idea of never teaching a slave to read or write, they don't want us to be able to read or write. They don't want us to be able to figure out that we are more than physical things, more than physical beings. We are spiritual beings. Something 
explicitly stated in the, in the Sumerian texts that those people, those things, those entities, those beings that created the human race knew that there was more and entrapped a soul, a spirit in these physical bodies and intended to keep it in those physical bodies. And the black oil, the black goo, is a symbol of that. If you go watch the Parties Over video with Billie Eilish, she's got the white cube. She's chained. She's a slave. Her hair color has changed. Her personality has changed from ocean eyes. She drinks that black oil. As she drinks that black oil, that black goo, that black liquid, it starts to come out of her right eye. The right eye, the right-hand path of light. Just like Greta Thunberg on the Saturn Day or Saturday magazine cover. And Billie Eilish, as she drinks it reluctantly, she starts to twitch and then her eyes open as if she's possessed by something. It's about a minute 40, minute 50 in the video. And you can see she's totally possessed by the substance as it leaks out of her right eye. Identical to Greta Thunberg. Absolutely identical. And then the black substance possesses her whole body as she's chained. It consumes her and it begins to consume the pure white floor and the white cube turning it black. That is the symbol of Saturn. Saturn Day magazine. So if you think this is all just a coincidence, if you think that the imagery so prevalent in movies and comics and music videos and the stories associated with it are so similar for no reason, you might also feel that ignorance is purely bliss. You might feel that connecting yourself to a machine is the right thing to do. It's easy. Take the left-hand path. Kneel to the left-hand pathogen. Be the reason why in Billie Eilish's song, See Me in a Crown, the demon, I believe the demon Ball, speaks through her. They personify the demon Ball. And he says, you should see me in a crown. I'm going to run this nothing town. You should see me in a crown. Well, what is the crown? The crown is the corona. Of course, the corona, the CG images of the coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, little triangles. What's that triangle supposed to be? A symbol of the so-called secret societies, Illuminatis, and the depopulation eugenics cults. The triangles, delta, of course, the delta wave, the delta wave length, a diseased, hypnotic, unconscious state of mind. You think this is all coincidence? You think that people are just making this up? You think I spend my whole day just finding parallels and patterns that don't exist? No, this is real. These are archetypes. These are symbols. This is magic. Chaos magic, sigil magic, talismanic magic. And when you don't realize it, others of us realize 
A lot of people are being used, their energy, their soul, their spirit is being used to manifest and to bring these things to life. We're given the option to choose. A lot of people are choosing the black goo. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Subscribe to the archive at thesecretteachings.info. Grab a book. Stay with us. We'll be back. There's a lot more after this. Lighting the void with the secret teachings of all ages. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books. Available in PDF and soft cover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something very interesting with you. It's no mistake that the CDC began recommending masks in April of 2020 and that people immediately had trouble adapting or breathing just a few weeks before George Floyd died in Minneapolis. After his death, people began chanting, I can't breathe on May 26th. It's no mistake that in June, this man with black skin who had been turned into a god was placed into a golden coffin, a real-life reenactment of the killing of Osiris in Egyptian myth. It's no coincidence the same month that this took place in the Twin Cities, a Twin Summit was taking place with the World Economic Forum, the implications of which we look at on The Secret Teachings. And these are the patterns and observations that we make on the show five nights a week, broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. So are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhance and improve sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, by volumes, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loud measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. 
what are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. TLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever, wherever you're listening around the world. This is the Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. You can download the Fringe FM app for free to listen to the show, or you can go to our archive on the website and subscribe to get access to all the shows, to download and stream them. With your subscription, you also get access to the montages and the digital books, or you can buy the books separately all at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you're interested in tonight's topic, I'd recommend the Technological Elixir because there is a very large amount of information in that book on the subjects we're discussing tonight, so much so that a listener emailed me a couple of weeks ago from Italy and told me that this show and myself, unbeknownst to me, uh, had become a big subject, especially in social media in Italy, for the topic of black goo. And I was contacted last week also by my good friend Clyde Lewis on Ground Zero, who asked me to come on to talk about the black goo and the black oil. And I had to sit down and think for a second, are people really coming to the secret teachings as an authority for this subject? I need to make sure that I know exactly what I'm talking about. So I kind of went back and I tried to really concentrate on what this black oil, what this black goo substance really is. And I had a whole chapter that I wrote, and I've since updated it, in my book, The Technological Elixir, and I kind of go through the black goo, the black oil, and what it all means. 
And the conclusion I came to is that the black oil, that the black goo, is a number of different things. The black oil or the black goo is a synthetic thing. It is a synthetic technology, but that it's also biological and organic. It's an organic substance in the X-Files. It's a biotechnical system in the movie Lucy. It's a biological agent for creation and destruction in the Alien franchise and also a bio-agent in the movie District 9. It is a portal or gateway to hell in the movie Event Horizon and the Lady Gaga video Fame. As an organic substance, I think it's the very lifeblood of the planet. It is oil. As a synthetic substance, it may be something that contaminates that lifeblood, a contaminant that comes from somewhere else, an extraterrestrial intelligence, artificial or otherwise, like venom. It comes from space down to Earth. It's legion in its control with tentacles and arms operating on every level of society to achieve total global domination. When I look at the front cover of Saturday Magazine with Greta Thunberg, I don't see a young girl who is a great activist for climate change, who's covered in the oil of BP and all these other big oil companies. I see an oil company ruse. I see a magical ritual. I see a girl who's been abused and used and tortured and probably God knows what else. I see a girl who's covered in something that isn't just oil. It's a symbol. It's purity. Like in the X-Files, it's a symbol of possession. Because you notice it covers her right eye, the right-hand path, the path of light. It doesn't cover the left eye, the left-hand path, the path of darkness. In another image, she's crying from the right eye. Black goo. This is the same image, literally, if you watch the music video When the Party's Over with Billie Eilish who reluctantly drinks a glass of black goo, black oil, black liquid, chained in what looks like a straitjacket, indicating she is controlled, she is possessed, she is owned. She begins convulsing, and then her eyes open, and she becomes a vessel for that substance, which then consumes the white floor and the white cube that the glass was sitting on, making it a black cube, presumably at the end of the video. The black cube is, of course, the symbol of Saturn, for which the magazine Saturday and the day of the week Saturday was named. Saturn Day, the day of Saturn. Now, Saturn is not necessarily evil. Saturn is a necessary evil, planting in us the seeds of our own demise, eating his own children in the mythology. But Saturn, when worshipped strictly, with no balance, of course, is the worship of death, not the remembrance that we're all going to die. There's a huge difference between these two things. Black oil, black goo is a possessive substance. It is a force of nature, likely not of an earthly nature. But there is an earthly oil, an earthly black goo, if you will, contaminated by this other force. But beyond the metaphor, you have real technology, Neurograins, neurodust, smart dust, things that Ray Kurzweil said will be spread throughout nature, all over the place. This is what they're already doing from UC Berkeley to all these major universities, most of which are being funded by DARPA and the Department of Defense. The same DARPA that financed Moderna's vaccine 
for COVID-19, the RNA Rapid Development Mobile Units for the mRNA vaccine. And funny enough, that same DARPA that funded Moderna, that's the same Moderna that had its vials and syringes halted from distribution in Japan because of a black substance that was metallic and a pink substance that was metallic in those vials and in those syringes in multiple lots, according to the Japanese government. The same DARPA that financed the green gel-like substance to monitor chemical reactions in the body to constantly test your blood. I played that clip for you, retired Colonel Matt Hepburn, on 60 Minutes. The same hydrogel substance, like trap bots, little micro-swimmers that engineer cells and tissue on a micro-level. These are self-assembling, self-maintaining micro-nano systems. It is neurodust, it is neurograin, it is smart dust. It is scattered everywhere. It is the literal possession, the literal control. Somewhere in the middle between the literal and the metaphorical, you find that this black goo is specter. It is hydra. It is the Lernerian hydra of Greek myth. It is legion. It is represented by the very real hydra vulgaris. It is Slenderman with his tentacles. It is the shadow monster or the parasite from Stranger Things. It is the pure darkness and evil in the fifth element. It is the black technological liquid in the elixir bottle promising eternal life and delivering eternal spiritual suffering and disconnection from source. It is of the faction of Enlil in the Sumerian story who wanted to maintain the slavery of the human race as opposed to his brother Anki who wanted to free the human race from their bondage that he had been responsible for creating. And so what we call globalists or what we could call the faction of Enlil to this day use what Enlil used in the Sumerian story. Enlil used starvation, restricted food, restricted resources to the slaves in the story dating back five, four, five, six thousand years. He used biological weapons. He used birth control, population control to halt the development of the human race. And he used natural disasters. This was in the Sumerian story thousands of years ago. This is what's happening today. The Birth Control Society, Planned Parenthood, the Bill Gates, the Klaus Schwabs that want to control your brain, your movement, your thoughts, your feelings, everything. And they give you this technology because it's easy to be evil. It's simple to connect to a streaming service. It's simple to upload yourself into a computer every time you get on social media. That's easy to do. It's easy to be evil. The left-hand path is a fun path, but it leads to destruction and suffering. Eternal material life is eternal spiritual suffering and disconnection from source. And technologically speaking, this black oil is programmable matter, self-assembling, maintaining systems spread to the natural world to replace organics with synthetics. It is that thing that one consumes for talent, wealth, and fame, granted by the demon Belphegor. Much like Bell or Ball, Ball or Bill, Billy Eilish, Bill, the black Billy goat, Bill, Ball, Bell, the first king of hell, Elish, the Sumerian Enuma Elish, went on high. Billy Eilish means ball on high. And she says in her song, See Me in a Crown, as she's possessed by these, these demons, these spiders wearing a crown, 
like Colin DePlancy's depiction of Ball in his dictionary Infernal in the late 1800s, the demon speaks through Billie Eilish and says, I'm going to run this nothing town. You should see me in a crown. What is the crown? It's the corona. And these demons, these devils, whatever it is that you make a deal with, you consume these things for talent, for wealth, for fame, for status. Like that black substance Billie Eilish drinks in that video. When the party's over, it ultimately consumes you. That is making a deal with the devil. As I said, this is The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. As we wind down the week, we had a couple of guests last week, and I thought it would be pertinent to bring on my good friend and co-host, Jack. He hasn't been with us for a while, and I know Jack and I have been talking off air quite a bit about this subject, and I wanted to get Jack's take on it. I know he listened to some of the previous shows we've talked on the phone. He listened to the show Clyde and I did last week. Jack, welcome back to the show. What is your take on all of this? This is just absolutely mind-blowing. The first thing I would need to say is Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Yes, sir. Hail Hydra. Hail Spectre. Hail the goo. There really isn't much more for me to say. I think that you covered it. I think he covered it very well on Clyde's show. And I think it's very apparent what's happening. Well, give me your take. Give us your take. What What do you think? In your own words, how do you describe well, all this? I've been saying for a long time that this is a planetary takeover on the larger scale. Um, I, I think, simply put, it's transhumanism. That's really where it's leading. And, it, and it's obviously uh, in motion now, and uh, I don't know what's going to stop it, candidly. Maybe there's nothing that can stop it. Maybe it's an inevitability. I mean, do you, do you subscribe to the idea that there are factions of some other intelligence interacting with this planet? I would have to say yes. Whatever that means. Well, you know, whether that means we're talking about like some type of reptilian being or whether we're just talking about some form of artificial intelligence or we're talking about something like the Borg, it all ties in. Um, I don't know where the buck stops, but uh, I think it's all related, absolutely. When you start to look at some of the things that you, you read about from the Sumerian story, or, you know, you, you, you read about, um, you know, the embellishments of, of the Sumerian story by, by Sitchin. He kind of, he translated it, he kind of embellished on certain things because he didn't have a lot of information. But the whole idea that human beings were created um, out of a primitive species that existed on this planet, I think makes more sense than the standard Darwinian theory of evolution. I, I think that there can be a parallel and there can be overlapping. But I find it really interesting that in that story, Jack, and I don't know how much you know about it, one of the factions of this, this race or this species, they use biological weapons. They use weather warfare. Like in, in the story, this is how they controlled the population. They used birth control or population control, and they used starvation and famine. And these are all tactics that maybe they're, they're just part of, of the way that we operate, but they're things that are happening today as a result of the so-called pandemic, and they've happened throughout history and this is the way that, that, that people have controlled populations and countries for hundreds, for thousands of years, 
And it goes back even further into Sumerian times when that's when they say the gods or these beings, whatever you call them, they use that type of uh, strategy to control the population. I don't think it's so far-fetched to think that this is not human in origin. Not at all. And here, here are a couple questions that stem from your research and your observation of this topic, whether it be black goo mm-hmm. or whether it be hydra, right? These tentacled beings, snakes, reptiles. Why, Ryan, would it be that these topics are so prevalent in movies and TV shows? It's not an obscure one movie was made and, oh, someone came up with that idea. It repeats itself over and over. Are you telling me that the producers of movies and television shows have no creativity and they just have to copycat the concept? I I think not. And the other question that I always ask myself is, and, and, and this kind of makes me scratch my head why, So many people can't see this. Why is there such a full court press by the establishment for everybody, every person, every man, every woman, every child on the face of this earth to get the kill shot, the COVID vaccine? That in itself tells me that this is a much, you know, something's going on on a much bigger scale and it has absolutely nothing to do with health, obviously. Well, you know that if you look at the X-Files story from Purity, which is, you know, which is this black oil, black goose substance, it's an alien virus, to the the recent X-Files when they had the the, the reboot, you know, the, the elites or the people that made a deal with the aliens, I don't know if you saw, you know, the whole series, Jack, but... Some people probably know what I'm talking about. They had made this deal with the aliens. They got this virus. They manufactured these vaccines. They tested them with, you know, with, with people um, in human experiments, and they killed a lot of people trying to test this thing. And, you know, you're supposed to get the vaccine to keep you safe, but what it does is just incorporates you into this alien right. hive, basically, when yes. the aliens colonize the planet. It's, liter- it's literally, in capital letters, the plot from the X-Files. And so, I mean, that just brings me back to what you said. Why are they, all these movies and TV shows doing this? Because I think it's made to order. The Department of Defense yeah. has to give permission to Hollywood producers to use military equipment. They have to write off... Right. Or sign off on the scripts, Jack. So you want access to that stuff? You want money to finance your movie? You put this stuff in the film. Well, we know this is a world of inversion. So, of course, in the X-Files and currently today, when they're telling us to get the vaccine, it's good for your health, you know it's the exact opposite. Well, in the It's X- really quite that simple. In the X- I agree with you. In the X-Files, though, it was kind of like a warning. Of, of, of what they were doing. And I think, and I know Chris Carter got a lot of information from the inside and that was put into that show that kind of acted both as a warning, but then it also acted as a form of predictive programming, you know, and conditioning for the public to just kind of accept this as this subconscious entertainment when, it, when it's actually real and we're watching it happen before our eyes today, right now, in 2021. There, there are just too many dots that connect 
to not draw the conclusion that this is really a planetary takeover and and it's about transhumanism at the end of the day. There's just too many dots that connect. You know, the fact that that magazine is called Saturday, you know, you made a great point, Saturn Day. That's the first thing I thought of, too, when I, I hadn't heard that until you talked about it on, on Clyde Lewis's show, um, Ground Zero. That made sense to me. Uh, you know, all, all of the black goo, all of the talk about Hydra and these these same entities it, 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 you can't ignore it, Ryan. I mean, you, it's it's there for a reason. Here's the other thing, too. Supposedly, this dark energy, this dark entity, the Luciferians, the cult, whatever you want to call it, and I kind of believe this is true from, from what I've observed, they're supposed to have, they have maybe one rule that they have to go by, and that is that they need to inform us of what they're going to do. You, you're, you're aware of that, well, of course. And I see that happening. Um, I don't think we can ignore that. So if they're telling us in movies and on TV shows with this theme, the reoccurring theme, then they're they're meeting that requirement, and that allows them to proceed with their agenda. I see it as a slight bit different. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I see it more from the point of view of. If we were to look at it from a human perspective, it's kind of the moral social contract that in order to get people to do something against their will, you have to manipulate them and word it in a certain way so that they have to give permission, right? But if we, yes. were, to, we were to look at it from maybe another worldly perspective, you know, whether we're looking at the Sumerian story or otherwise, you're looking at a very large population, billions and billions of people, really hard to control. So you create these institutions and these ideologies and these things that pit people against each other. So you have the old idea of divide and conquer. And in the process of, of colonization or in the process of calling the population, maybe in a period of years that we can't comprehend, we don't live that long, maybe compared to these beans or whatever this thing is, that, you know, I, I said this on the show earlier this week, it's kind of like alien propaganda movies and TV shows that show us this stuff because it conditions us with the predictive programming to accept that this is just a fictional reality when in fact all this is being shown to us over the decades to prepare us for the unveiling of the technology that was really the 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 um, original inspiration for these movies and TV shows so we become accustomed to it and then it becomes you know, a real thing. We see the robo dogs with the sniper rifles on their back. We see yeah. the, the neurograins and the smart dust. And it's like, well, that's just from a movie. When in fact, it wasn't just from a movie. It was from a lab. It was from a spaceship. It was from some, from some other dimension, something. And it's programmed us to accept it. And I think that's yeah. why, why we're being told ahead of time. It conditions the public to accept yeah. something that otherwise would be beyond their comprehension. And it may help for this to manifest as well by putting in the conscious or subconscious Absolutely. of human beings. I like the word that you used uh, just now, but when when I heard your interview or, or your uh, appearance on Clyde's show, you used the word culling. And I think that's a very excellent choice of words as to what this is part of. Part of that is about culling. Absolutely. 
Let me ask you this, Ryan. At the end of the day, where do you think this is all going to lead as far as the as it relates to people getting the kill shot COVID vaccine? Where do you think that that's ultimately going to lead? Do you think that there's going to be something that some event? Um, do you think that's just, that that where where at a certain point? people are going to turn into zombies or monsters or something? Or do you think that this is just a, a way to call the population over a period of time? What's your take on where the, the vaccine, the quote unquote vaccine is ultimately going to lead? And I don't really like to make uh, predictions. I don't really have a, a prediction. I like not to- a prediction, but just what's your gut tell you where, where it may lead. Give me, give me a thought or some, some possibilities that have crossed your mind. I, I think it's quite simple. I think it's one word, transhumanism. I think it's the merging of man with machines, and I think it's the the segregating of society and the fracturing of society into groups that are part of the biological, technological system and people that aren't part of that system. I think it's that simple. We can talk more about it when we come back from break. Got my good friend and co-host Jack with me. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Go grab a copy of The Technological Elixir or Occult Arcana, or get a free copy when you subscribe for one year to the archive, www.thesecretteachings.info. It's the calling card of Black Goo. We'll be right back. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. 
Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. It's like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into The Secret Teachings. We broadcast Monday through Friday on The Fringe, exclusively on The Fringe, and then a special Secret Teachings one-hour weekend edition, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific time on Aftermath.fm. Over there on Aftermath is uh, our good friend Clyde Lewis, and uh, Clyde invites me on Ground Zero from time to time. Last week, went on for a show called Blutkit. It's a term that Hitler used to describe a blood cement or bond that brings a group of people together with some of them having to die in order to bring about a a new order. It's kind of like a a cult. That's what it is. It's a big cult. And you uh, are definitely in it. Not a big club. It's a big cult and you're definitely in it. On that show, we talked a lot about black goo and black oil. And Clyde had mentioned the Billie Eilish song, Good girls go to hell, or all the good girls go to hell. Um, and we talked about Billie Eilish because she sang the song for the new James Bond movie, which had an important symbol in it. Part of the narrative, part of the story, 
a biological, synthetic, black, goo-like substance that was to be released all over the planet, kind of like neurograins, smart dust, stuff that gets into your body, like the green gel that DARPA developed. DARPA paid for the Moderna vaccines for mRNA for some of them for rapid mobile development. They found that black substance, that pink substance, the metal, in the vaccines in Japan, Moderna. Of course, DARPA funds a lot of the, the research not only into vaccines and mRNA vaccines, not only into that or smart dust, neural dust. DARPA funds the development of robots, and DARPA and the Department of Defense get to sign off on movie scripts. And if you want to use military equipment or get ideas, and you know, they'll give you ideas. You put them in your script, you'll get some money, and it's probably why all the movies and TV shows look the same, and they all have the same narrative and the same ideas. But in that song, All the Good Girls Go to Hell, you see Billie Eilish, she's got the black oil all over her, and the world's burning, and she... She says, my Lucifer is lonely. And there's a little dialogue in there that I think is overlooked. It's Peter's on vacation, an open invitation. Pearly gates look more like a picket fence. Once you get inside them, got friends, but can't invite them. Heaven's not really a fun place. Hell is where the party's at. Peter's on vacation. Peter's the guardian of the gates. He's the keeper of the keys of heaven and earth. I mean... That level of esoteric occult knowledge is absolutely not coming from Billie Eilish. She's being given that script just like the Hollywood producers. That level of esoteric knowledge, that implies, it suggests, and it demands the literal interpretation that not only is heaven not a fun place, hell is where it's at. Indicating that the black oil has nothing to do with climate change, but that St. Peter's on vacation, an open invitation. Go raid heaven. Take what you want. Do what you will. It's all up to you. No moral, no ethics, no virtue, no integrity. And when you don't have any of those things, you lack spiritual essence. You can't develop spiritually. You become a perpetual material adherent to this plane. That is what transhumanism ultimately attempts to create. That's what this is all about. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. My good friend Jack is with me this evening. Jack has a website, messengerof.info, where he posts a tremendous amount of information. You can go over there and check it out. There's also a link on our website to MOI. Jack, we were talking about where this is all going. I personally don't have a prediction or an idea, but I do have, you know, feelings and thoughts and intuitions based on what we've seen in history and based on what we've seen in more contemporary times. And I don't think it's going to a good place. And that makes me feel that we have all the more reason to the best of our abilities to resist the advancement of this calling card, as I call it, of black goo. What do you think? Well, there are some who are resisting, but uh, the majority of people are going right along with the program. So, again, I don't know what can stop it. By the way, I thought that was a really uh, good observation about Billie Eilish uh, doing the theme song for the new James Bond movie. Again, not a coincidence. You no, see, not these things cannot be ignored. And I think that the show you did with Clyde, 
this show, other shows you've done about black goo, black goo and Hydra, that's the most important message that needs to get out there right now. I know most, well, I would, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would think that it's far-fetched, but at the end of the day, I'm quite sure the conclusion that you've drawn here and that I agree with is pretty much spot on. A um, couple other things, too. What I what I get the feeling is is going to happen. I mean, there are obviously millions and millions of people, if not billions, on the face of the earth right now who have accepted the kill shot. I just get a feeling that at some point, the, whatever is in the kill shot, which we are now finding out is you know, nanotechnology and, and things are being examined that are in the vials um, of what's in there, um, all kinds of uh, strange things that none of these highly qualified doctors or scientists have ever seen before, the little tentacled um, Hell Hydra. organism um, that we've seen from Dr. Carrie Madej. I got a feeling that at some point, something's going to be triggered and there's going to be a, a mass, um, let's just call it an event where people are going to just completely flip out. They're going to either go insane. They're going to turn into some type of evil entity. I, I don't know exactly what, but that's just a feeling that I get this, that this is leading to because it's it yeah people are dying along the way it it is absolutely genocide how how far that genocide goes as far as how many people actually die i don't know what that number will be how many people are certainly maimed uh how what that number will be but at the end of the day i think it's leading to something and it might even have something to do with 5g you know triggering whatever is inside um, this Dr. Frank uh, Valuski talks about these basically, again, a worm that is, in, that is um, incubating, that the human body is, is an incubator, and there are eggs inside the vials of the weaponized injections that people are receiving. I think that's very possible. You know, that's where, the, from the Alien movie and the others, where where this, you know, creature uh, explodes out of the stomach of a human being. I think that something along those lines is very possible. Well, how does it get put in there too? It's the face hugger. It's the mask. They put right. the mask on you. And that was you. another, again, that was another nice connection that you, that you two made or that you made, I think initially, but oh, have see you, where I'm going with this. Have you, I, have you seen the Terminator? Any of the Terminators? I assume you have. Oh, Yes. Have you seen which one was your favorite? You've seen all three or four or five? How many? However many there are. Uh, now. The Terminator. I think I've seen all of them, and um, I would have to say the first and second would be my favorites. Yeah, likewise here. I think the the first or the second were the better movies. Uh, the third one was, eh. but you remember the uh, 
if you've seen the second Terminator, anybody listening, you, you'll remember the, 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 the iconic liquid metal robot, right? The T-1000. Right. Well, check this out. This is really disturbing in relation to what Dr. Madej found. And, and she didn't say this. No one's brought this up to my attention. I just found this because I was researching uh, metallic balls that have fallen out of the sky uh, in Spain and in Africa. And I was looking into movies like uh, Independence Day. They got that AI collective consciousness you know, sphere that comes down to Earth. And there's a movie you know, based on the book by Michael Crichton called Sphere. So I was researching that, and I, and I remembered um, about the little tiny metallic ball that scientists at the university in uh, Beijing called Tsinghao had developed back in 2015. And um, the National Science Foundation said in 2014 that we could use liquid metal that would you know, shift its shape to create some kind of quote-unquote soft robotics. So, so check this out. If you type in the headline, Liquid Metal Brings Shape-Shifting Robot a Step Closer, the publication is New Scientist, you'll find a video of what these scientists developed. They developed basically what amounts to a miniature T-1000 robot. It's a little bit of liquid metal. It's made of gallium, and it moves on its own, and it'll squeeze through obstacles and then reassemble. And depending on yeah. the electrical current they put through it, they, they can remove the current, and then the puddle of liquid metal will go right back to its regular shape. But check this out. This is what's really scary, I think, if that's not scary enough. They were able to power it with flakes of aluminum, little tiny flakes of aluminum. Now think about what Dr. Madej found in that vial of Moderna, Jack. And we, yes. we played the clip, little flakes of metal. And she said she saw self-assembly going on yes. under the slide. This and is what they created. It's self-aware, too. It's it's just like Morgellons, and she saw those, too, the fibers. She didn't call them Morgellum. She saw fibers. She saw fibers with cubes. She saw self-assembly, and she saw what looked like a Hydra vulgaris. And she didn't say, this is what I saw. She showed the slides of the images. But to me, it reminds me not only of Hydra vulgaris, but if you've got self-assembly, and some kind of micro or nano tech, and you're watching it assemble itself, and in essence, it's being fueled by these metal shavings. I mean, this is what the scientists in China developed five years ago, and, and probably before that. This is the neurograin, the smart dust. It's all that technology. It's the black goo, the black oil. It's that possessive substance. This is terrifying. I, I think that they take, they took the actual organic hydra organism and they've patterned all of this synthetically after hydra which i find it again another coincidence that they call it hydrogel i i would call it hydra gel yes hydrogel um, i'm hoping and and if any doctors or scientists that have the uh, ability to do this are listening to the show, I'm wondering why in the world, if they're looking at the what's in the leftover in the vials uh, to see what's in it, the next step, and this should be done quickly, is for them to start drawing doctors and scientists start drawing blood or do or saliva from people who have been 
received the kill shot to see what is now in their blood or and or their saliva. I, I don't understand why someone hasn't come up with that concept already. The only thing I've heard about blood is that a lot of people aren't accepting the blood of people who have been vaccinated because they think or say it's contaminated now. So they're not even right. letting but, people donate you know, blood. Why not, why not draw some blood from somebody who's been vaccinated and see what's in their blood? See what, what you know, if the same things that they're seeing under the microscope that they're uh, taking the samples from what's in the vial, see what that looks like in the human body in the blood. And it's got to be present. Something's got to be present. And then compare what a normal, healthy human being, you know, blood looks like uh, compared to what's in there now. I, I think well, that's I, I don't know why someone hasn't come up with that idea and, and already done it. I that's a great that's a great question. It's a great point. I, I, I it should have been done months ago, Ryan, months, months and months and months before they ever looked at what's in the vial. Look at what's in people's blood. That have received I, I the jabs. I, I agree with you. I also feel like maybe they wouldn't be able to find anything in the blood. Maybe it's in it goes into other parts of the body. But nonetheless, it's it's a good idea, and I would imagine that people are working on that or doing that. But I also think let's let's consider the fact that some of this stuff that we're seeing under the vials, you know, under the microscope. Let's say that a lot of that is is fabricated. A lot of that is just made up. And if that were to to be the case, I would I would think that. That would be done, and and there certainly are some things that are made up and fake. Not all of this is real, but I think that if that is partially the case, it's to obscure from other things like you don't need to go get the kill shot to have this stuff integrated into your body when you've got major universities in DARPA that are admittedly yeah. spraying it in the atmosphere, yeah. right? Yeah, so that, that's a question that's very I have. disturbing. I, I I just know how these entities work. And they leave no stone unturned. And so uh, that that's the only thing that makes me scratch my head a little bit is that there there's this, you know, obviously huge agenda to have everyone receive the jabs. But on the other hand, they have other um, tactics and other abilities, like you said, with the smart dust and whatnot to infect everyone. So I'm not quite sure what why they're going jumping through hoops um, to the extreme that they are to get everyone vaccinated. There must be some type of a difference um, between what's being injected into the body and what they can do ex from the, you know, externally uh, mm -hmm. that would be, you know, breathed in or consumed um, in the food or water that we take in. So that that's, that's a little bit um, makes me wonder a little bit. What's the difference there? Any thoughts on that? I mean, I have thoughts. It's just all speculative, but I, I understand what you're saying. That's an argument I've been making. I've made it on some other radio shows that they don't have to do this in vaccines to put this right, stuff in your body. Right. So I, but that, that, that doesn't mean that I don't think that what has been seen under some of these slides isn't, isn't true. I, I really think that it's so widespread and it's everywhere. I really feel like the only thing that can override these, these artificial systems, you know, I've said it before, I think it's consciousness. Yeah. I think consciousness is the only thing, full consciousness, being fully aware, connecting with source or whatever it is that you call source. I think that's the only way to combat this. And I, and, I don't think and you can do it. we better hope you're right. Because again, I, hope I'm I see right no too. other out here. I, I don't see any other. I don't see the cavalry coming in. You know, I, I don't. I see no signs of any assistance. Maybe there are some 
extraterrestrials out there and maybe there is this spiritual war going on and maybe there's a, a galactic war going on. It could it could be true. But as far as what we're aware of here, there's no sign that there's going to be anything that's going to stop this. You know, you know, um, Hope said something to me the other night. We, we, we watched this Ancient Aliens episode and they were talking about uh, probes, sending probes to other planets. And when those probes get to those planets, they use the resources to... Uh, self-assemble new robots that then send out these new probes to other planets, and it just keeps going and going and going. And she said, well, wonder if all this stuff is just like, it's not even an, an intelligent uh, you know, race of aliens or anything like this. Maybe it's just like probes that have been sent out to infest other planets, and we're just dealing with highly intelligent, artificial intelligence, that it's just robots and machines that are doing this. This is what's controlling everything. It's just like part of a standard operating procedure of an expanding alien civilization. It has nothing to do with yeah. some invasion or colonization. It's just overtaking the whole universe or the whole yeah, galaxy or whatever, whatever it is. You know, but at the end of the day, I, I kind of, I definitely like your analogy for transhumanism. And basically this is capturing souls. This is oh, a yeah. harvesting of souls. Those that uh, willingly give up their, um, sovereignty and their free will, uh, whether they, but, but then again, look at the level of deceit and propaganda that's being perpetrated on humanity. So can you really blame anyone for being duped? Really? Because just look at the level that's a good question. of I deception. Know. Um, well, that, uh, I do see it that, absolutely that way too, as, as a harvesting of souls. Um, that level I mean, of if, deception, if you look Jack, at, sh- sh- that shows you what, I mean, that is indicator of something that is really, really evil. If they have to go to that level of deception, this level of deception to get you to acquiesce. Yeah. But it, again, it, these people have volunteered um, to to take these uh, kill shots. So, I mean, just think about that episode of uh, Star Trek Next Generation with the Borg where Picard um, is captured by the Borg. And to the extent that he had to fight fight it off so that he wasn't captured and his mind wasn't captured by the Borg into the hive mind. Uh, I've seen that episode a couple times, not recently, but I know I've seen it at least twice, maybe three times, one of my favorites. Um, do you know that episode that I'm referring to? I do know. I used a clip of that for a montage okay. a couple weeks ago, Re- yeah. Remember how he had to fight and use every ounce of humanity in his soul to, to be able to escape being captured by the Borg and his body being assimilated? Yep, or his and he mind. said, he said so, I, I, I question your motive. You know, you're, you're not really, not really yeah. trying to, to bring peace to, right. to worlds. <laughs> right, <laughs> the New World Order. Let's do something really quickly before we run out of time, because I know we're, we're winding down here. But let's step back and, and take a look as far as we know. And, and you're much more of a quote unquote historian than I am. But um, let's take a look. We know this has been going on for a long time. OK, but we also know that that time as we know it is is not does not exist okay and time is not linear so what could you know what seems to us to be decades or centuries in the big picture of things is actually happening very quickly right um 
So as you look at the advancement of what's going on with the technology that's allowing them to to make the you know to implement this agenda and expedite it as it would appear if you go back to let's just say we've talked about this you and I you know let's say we go back to uh, World War Two, where where the and I know you've done shows about this, and you might have talked about it earlier tonight with the um, the atomic bomb. But prior to the, about that same time, we had the Montauk project, we had the Philadelphia experiment. Let's just say that oh, something was you know they did break through the veil, right? And they yep, allowed yep. some uh, some evil unconscious entities into this world. What do you think about when things really started to expedite as far as technology and how this whole thing has progressed and where we are right now from a timeline standpoint? I mean, that's a tall order in just a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't consider myself much of a historian. I, I just like history. But, yeah, the fact that after World War II, obviously, when you have a war, there's an aggress- aggressive advancement in technology because sides are working around the clock to develop new technologies to defend right. themselves and attack others. And the Cold War led to nuclear proliferation on a level that is is still you know relevant to this day. Um, after yeah, of course, after the atomic bombs were detonated, um, and of course after uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945 and then you have roswell in 47 and then the ussr tests their nuclear bomb in 49 and the u.s tests the hydrogen bomb in the early 50s and in all these almost almost all these cases not nagasaki or hiroshima but almost all these cases um there were unidentified flying objects that monitored these nuclear bombs exploding there were ufos that interfered with icbm missile tests one famous at vandenberg air force base in the 60s um, there were UFOs that deactivated nuclear missiles simultaneously, multiple nuclear missiles at Maelstrom uh, right. nuclear facility, right? Yep. Um, yep. They did the same thing in the Soviet Union in, in, uh, in the Ukraine in the 80s. And, you know, of course, Roswell is home to the Roswell Army Airfield, home of the five, was at, at the time, home of the 509th Bombardment Group, which was the only group authorized to carry a nuclear weapon. Not to mention that the Air Force had carefully tracked these UFOs going back decades, you know, and they had identified that most of these sightings that were official sightings were over atomic energy installations. And it just so happens to be that Idaho, the Idaho National Lab, ARCO, and Atomic City, where nuclear energy was birthed, contrary to what a lot of people might think, that is now the place in Idaho that you have the highest rate of UFO sightings in the country in Idaho, and that's where nuclear energy was birthed, and they still have a lot of that waste product out there. So whatever it is, maybe there's a beneficial positive element, Jack. These things are watching, and they're kind of warning, and they have a code not to interfere too much. Maybe we're dealing with a combination of various species and aliens. Maybe we're dealing with something that is also very human. Maybe we are kind of like an uncontacted tribe, of a much more advanced civilization in the solar system. I don't know. But, you know, nonetheless, it's very interesting. There clearly is something that is anomalous that is interested in human development and especially in the development of weapons of mass destruction, among other things. 
thankfully the galactic confederation is going to save us actually <laughs> well yeah i'm waiting i'm waiting for the uh for them and, to- and that might be blasphemous for me to say that because <laughs> at the end of the day maybe that is our only hope is that uh, there are some benevolent beings out there that are more highly advanced but yeah i think you cannot remove the uh the et uh um aspect of, of from from all of this yeah well think, really what if what if extra i mean like the story of eisenhower and the ets uh what right. what happens if aliens gave us this you know new technologies to help us win a war or prepare for yep. a war and it's like we took the technology because it was easy the left hand path is really really easy but it ends in destruction. And, you know, the other, you know, beings, let's say, are interested in spiritual development, but you can't really sell that like you can technological development. You can't really sell meditation and self-improvement the way that you can sell a PlayStation or an iPad. Well, uh, how about how about Valiant Thor? Um, for those that aren't familiar with Valiant Thor, go to Messenger of Information, go to the website. I've got uh, a nice little uh, short documentary about uh, Valiant Thor, and the, supposedly, and, and I, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy this story. Um, I can't remember what planet. I think he was actually from Mars, I think, if I remember right. Anyway, he was supposed to come down to Earth, and I guess there were about 70 other um counterparts of his but he actually was in meetings they have pictures of him he was in the pentagon for i think in about three years um but at any rate uh he went supposedly to all the different world leaders and said hey you know we can change this planet we can um we can have a better life for everyone you know keep the planet healthy etc and he had no takers ryan supposedly he met with all the world leaders with the pope um all, all kinds of influential people, and they all, they all said, no thanks, we're kind of happy with the way I, you know, our business is running right now. I, I've heard that story. I don't necessarily believe it, but nevertheless, the archetype of it, I absolutely yeah. believe that. I think it's a lot easier to just accept uh, you know, the easy way out. And of course, well, and if, governments you know, if want you're that. the Pope and you got a, a racket going and it's going well, <laughs> right, or governments, same thing, why would you want to change anything? Of course. Well, uh, Jack, I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting um, little tidbit to take a look at. But uh, we're out, of, know, we're out of, we're out of, we're out of time would, too. So I would believe it might be true. We're out of time, so go ahead and give us your website real quick, and then we're going to wind it's messenger down. Messenger of information. It's messenger of dot info, a Me- virtual library. Messenger of dot info. Our website is thesecretteachings.info. Jack, thank you for joining us. In this final hour tonight, I appreciate it. Hail uh, Hydra! Hail Hydra! Uh, you know, Jack also kind of gave us the uh, perspective that Hydra Vulgaris is essentially immortal, and uh, a lot of the you know globalists and elitists want to live forever. So that kind of parallels that as well. Uh, you can find all this information, virtually all of it, in my book, The Technological Elixir. It's available on the website, or you get a free copy of it when you subscribe to the show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Comments on the show, I'd really love to hear them. rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. One more time, rdgable at yahoo.com. Patreon. Check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content. When you become a patron, when you subscribe to the show, when you buy a book, or some people choose to donate a few dollars, it really is the only thing that keeps us on air. We're trying to raise a little bit of money 
because we are moving the studio. So anything helps. Please support what we do and support the Fringe FM. Monday through Friday, that's what The Secret Teachings airs. Also that Saturday morning show on Aftermath.fm, another network. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.